anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, this guy, I swear to God, he's never serious. Anyway, welcome to the second endorsement of the One Touch Podcast. Coming live to you from, well, 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 well I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio right now. And Tell them exactly lost. where you are, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm parked at a bank right now, okay? I love it. That's a commitment. Oh, right, man. right. Anyway, so last week it was me and Junior on the podcast. Hopefully, everyone got a chance to listen to that, and as well, I hope you guys enjoyed it if you did. Unfortunately, we couldn't have everyone on it last week, and it seems like it's going to be the same problem this week. Unfortunately, some technical difficulties, but as as we always say, we move, yeah? We move. We move. We move. Any, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, we have one new, well, I can't say guest, because you're not really a guest. Yeah, well, yeah. one yeah, one one new member of the team joining us today. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're I'm liking go, the intro. Oh I'm liking the intro. Days. You want to go and introduce yourself, my guy? <laughs> well, I'm Kenny. Um, I'm in Leeds at the moment, UK. Um, I'm an Arsenal fan, so you know, like. <laughs> It's been Boy, tough. You know you can't even take. Tough. You know you can't even take him seriously. You can't take yourself <laughs> seriously either. You know it's been uh, tough. Yeah. For, for for the last fifteen years, it's been tough. Yeah, it's all mental. You know, so I don't need to say no more on that. And yeah. I swear, you said last fifteen years. Did you guys win like two FA Cups in that period? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won like we won three FA Cups, three Community Shields, but like you know, we had ten years of anger. Um, guys, guys, don't let me, I don't even, let me not get into. Let's talk about right now. Let's talk about right now. All right, perfect. Junior, how are you feeling today, my guy? Good. I'm feeling very fine, my guy. Very All fine. Right. I'm ready to be to spark up some new controversies in this chat. All right, perfect. Let's mm. get it going, man. It's so funny. This chat. Alright, perfect. Let's mm. get it going, man. It's so funny, as... funny, guys. I'll be honest with you. I had a big debate what with, is uh, with the, some people I was chatting to today. I want to offer that to you guys. Yeah, let's yeah let's let's start with that actually. Yeah, Go yeah, on. yeah. So basically, I said Aubameyang is in top five strikers in the world. In the is world, is oh is is in the top five strikers in the world. Gina, what do you think? Is this based on form or is this just generally like... It's general. Form, everything. Like, just... I would say that right now is top five. Top five. Wait, form or... You said everything? Um, More form, but but I'm talking like... um, Yeah, a bit of form, but also where they are in their careers right now. Because, you know, some people are like on a downward trend. Right. So, go on. Go on. Who's your your top five? Who's your top five? My top five... Suarez, Lewandowski, Aguero, and I'll put um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Suarez. Uh, yeah, Suarez, Leva, Aguero. There was someone else that I put there as well. You're gonna leave out Harry Kane? I would even I would I would take Aubameyang over Kane. I would too. Wow. I, I don't know what it is, but I I'm not. I'll take Aubameyang over Kane, man. And Cavani. I'll take Aubameyang over Cavani, man. I'm being honest with you. And um, what's his name? Benzema. And yeah, I'll take Oba over Benzema. Blood, I think. Blood. Wow. I think, 
Wow. I think you guys, me being an Arsenal fan, this guy is, has the team on his back. This whole, he's, sa- he's saving Emery's job single-handedly. Um, I'm just going to pull something out of the bag and say Kareem Benzema has scored in pretty much every game he's played in. And Obama hasn't? No, I'm saying he's also putting Real Madrid on his back. And and Obama is doing it in Prem around the worst team. Like, you know, my guy won Golden Boot in his first full season in Prem. You know, just saying. Calm, calm. Junior, what's what's your top five? My top five? Yeah. Aguero, Lewandowski, Suarez, Kane, um, Benzema, definitely. And... So that's, that's, that's five. That's five. That's five. Exactly. I feel like we're forgetting about someone, though. I swear. Because I wasn't even ready for this conversation, but anyway, we we, we love it. Um, Jeez, man. Top five. Yeah, who, who's your top five? Nah, this is on the spot you get me. Um, Aguero, for yep. sure. And then I have. Got out Suarez. This, 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 this is going to be controversial, okay? Okay. But I need you guys to hear me out. Firmino. Okay. I respect Cause, that. Because what I. I'll take Firmino over Bamiyang. Because I was actually having this conversation earlier today with my uncle. I was saying. Because he doesn't really play as a number, as a num- typical number nine. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's more of a what's what's called a false nine. You get me? Yeah. So like, so like he does more for Mane than and Salah than people actually see. No, he's the most underrated player. I, I swear, bro. I swear. The most underrated player. Because the thing is that when he used to play back at Hoffenheim, he was always like a CAM. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So like, he's Klopp literally just turned him into a striker, like in coats. You get me? So like, it's yeah. actually proving to yeah, to help Liverpool a ton. So I'd said Aguero, Firmino, Lewandowski. Um, that's three, and then Suarez. Suarez yeah. four, and then I need one more guy. And I need one more guy. You, you, yeah, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Pierre. So wait. So okay, Ronaldo's I mean, not included in the strikers. Nah, come on. Nah, 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 nah. Guys, nah, nah, nah. Based based off form, Pierre would make the. The, the top five. No, based on form, like honestly, right. he has to make it. Exactly, absolutely. Like, there's no debate when it comes to that. But like, based on form, also people might say Tammy, huh? Nah, <laughs> nah, no one's adding Tammy to that list. Come on, some madman uh, in the world can say that too. Yeah. So I need, I need one more. I need one more player. Oh, man. I need one more player. Tammy's doing well. Tammy's doing well, man. Can I add Pipita to that? I do. Pipita, he go in. Oh, ah. that nah. man's a dog, bro. I swear, I told he you. Is, I he told is. you. He is, but after, after okay. So for on form's sake, I'm just gonna say Pierre's in my top five. Okay. I like to hear. Fair, that. And, fair, and I fun. like it. Okay, so and now since we're still on this on this conversation, who do you think is better, Pierre or Lacazette? Oh, Lacazette. It's Oba, man. Lacazette boy. Because okay, they honestly, were... honestly, you guys sparked up the conversation and brought Firmino into discussion. So obviously, this isn't just about who scored more in the season and all of that. Have you seen how mad of a striker Lacazette is? No, Laka. I'll be honest with you, Laka. Right? Um, he scores goals in important games. He he he's got great close control, but I'm telling you right now, he That's goes a... missing a lot, man. I'm telling you. 
He's not very prolific, and that's do, his issue. Do you think? Do you think Emery gives him enough game time though? Because I've I've realized one thing about about when Lacazette plays. Nine times out of ten, Emery takes yeah. him out in the 60th minute. 60th <laughs> minute, like I, it's I like it's routine, like, bro. Yeah, like it's clockwork, bro. I swear. That's true. And but honestly, the, the, with strikers, you just need to give them time. I mean, they will have off days and they will score in the 80th, 90th yeah, minute. That's just how it yeah. works. I know, I know. I don't know why Emery does that because even when he comes off, he's always he's always sad, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. It's not good for his confidence. But in my opinion, Obama Yang is the better striker because right. Obama Yang is prolific, man. That's the thing. And Obama Yang gets goals. And this season, he's starting to get goals in important moments, man. Right. Like prior to the last game that we played, Obama Yang had won us all of our points in the season. Wait, honestly, if you're going if you're going on and saying like he said isn't prolific, then you're not really looking at his Leon stats then are you? No, he's, I'm talking Arsenal, but he's been at Arsenal for this is his third year now, man. Yeah. He's been there for a long time. You know. Oh. And... All right, perfect. And then so since we're on Arsenal right now. Do you think Arsenal has found some sort of stability though? Right, right now, looking at their last like four results: five nothing against Nottingham Forest, one one against United at Old Trafford, and then four nothing at the Emirates against Standard Liège, and one yeah. nothing against Bournemouth. Are you? Are you? Would you say you're an, you're a happy Arsenal fan right now? Um, uh, I'm content, but I'm not happy because yeah. the problem is. I prefer watching the youth games, like the game, like the Europa League right. and the, uh, you know, uh, League Cup, because he plays like this, the younger players. Mm-hmm. And that's more interesting to watch than watching the Prem, because the Prem, like, he does, doesn't choose a good starting lineup, so we never control. Like, I don't remember the last time Arsenal controlled the game. So you don't think he has a stable enough team right now? No, it's because no. he's just playing the wrong players, man. Like, he, he he should be he sh- Xhaka should not be seeing the pitch, man. He should not be touching the blade of grass. <laughs> I, I actually I actually love that you brought that up, Junior. What do you think, real quick, about Arsenal's stability right now? Do you think they they have a stable team? Um, obviously not. I still think they're also in transition, so it's kind of difficult to then you know yeah. find something suitable to use right now. So that's why they're just shifting through the players, but like. You can't really put a lot of responsibility on players like Ganduzi, even though they start every game. So it's kind of difficult for them now. Right. And do you think um they can? Do you think Arsenal could be a functional team without Pierre, if if he used to get injured, so to say? Mm. No. Well, uh, yeah, no. I think they'll suffer also because, yeah. like I said, he's injured as well. Right. But big um, time, yeah, they'll struggle big suffer. time. So no faith in young Martinelli. No way. Because oh, yeah, nah. honestly, because I mean. He, I mean, I've watched what two games he's played in, and he's what four goals in two games and one assist, yeah. I think. And obviously, yeah, he's playing against not standard Forest, Asian, yeah, 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 right. But he actually looks like a good buy for. for no, he is. He's a baller. Uh, Martinelli is a baller. He's definitely one for the future. I definitely think while Aubameyang and like Azek get older, he'll definitely be the one to like take up the mantle. And I, and, like, I can see him being our next striker. We don't have to pay big money for him, which is good. You know, you know, you know, players that have dog in them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're yeah, just like going to be like Arsenal and then sell him before he gets to his prime. Uh I think things are changing at Arsenal in terms of the buying and selling of players, man. You know, I like, you know, we 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 sorted out like the the backroom staff that handle all that. 
we got them them chief negotiators. You know, I think we do we, we're about to sign Oba and Laka to long term deals again, like, or we might have already, I'm not sure. But, yeah, um, you even see things like signing Willock to new like five year contract. Mm-hmm. All these kinds of things. We're making moves and now players are not really gonna be running down their contracts anymore. Yeah, he right. So even if you offered, so if Martinelli gets really good and you offer me like 150 mil for him, I'll, I'll take it. You know what I mean? It'll be fine. You keep it moving. You know what who, I mean? Who are you going to give credit for for all these these changes and, and the way they maneuver around the transfer window now? I'll Which... definitely give a lot to Raul Sanjali. Yeah, oh, yeah, Don, yeah Don, definitely. Don, yeah. Don Raul. Don Raul. And obviously, Adu is a new uh, president of football. Yeah, I just saw that yesterday, actually. And I, and I have to give it to Josh Kroenke, man. Because, yeah. um, you know, Silent Stan hasn't been involved that much, but his son's been involved a lot. So, But Kroenke seems to be investing more money into the Rams than Arsenal. But, you know, that's a story for another day. No, hey, hey for me, <laughs> 72 million for Pepe. Hey, you know, even if it's an installment, it's still a good, powerful sign from the club, man. Yeah, I hear you, you know, still, And I also hear signing you. TNE, signing Saliba. You guys are forgetting about Saliba. That guy's a beast, man. He's coming next season. He, he, he's a proper beast, I'm telling you. So, do you think, um, what's it called? Do you think having a director of football is, is really important nowadays? I think having a good director of football is important yeah. these days, you know. Like Gazidis, obviously, you must know Ivan Gazidis, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he was a poison at Arsenal, man. Right. Eesh, he was really, he was really, really bad, man. He let all the players' contracts run down. You know, we weren't really signing anyone, selling all of our players. Even after we paid back the money for Emirates, it was still like, ish. Because we're know. basically, we're basically seeing that that problem show or surface, so to say, at Manchester United right now. Oh, your guy Eddie. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not even a director, is he? He's just a businessman, pretty much. And yeah. we have, we have um, the one guy from from Leo even offering. He's literally begging for the position. Really? And, yeah. We, what's his name? Uh, Luis Campos. Yeah. Begging for the position of sporting director at United, but like, what's his name? Eddie, the Don of World yeah, Football, Luis Campos. Yeah, bro, bro. What's a elite director, bro? Bro, how do you Got unearth five hundred million plus worth of talent in the space of three years, and United rejects that man? What's what's bro, what's 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 the problem? What's United's problem? Honestly, honestly, no, it's like, because like you guys, you want to, like I read something I was saying, um, United, Edward Wood actually wants to have um, a technical director and whatnot, right? But he wants but, to have someone you know that's been at the club, you know, like um. Like, just like how you have social as your manager, you know, someone that knows how the club is run and all of that. But you, and like I was having this conversation also recently with someone, I forgot who it was that. Um, listen, the thing is, okay, United has its history with Sir Bobby and all of that, right? But then there was a period where, you know, you were also transitioning and then that's when you got Sir Alex and then your recent history talking about like 99 and all of that where you start having your Roy Keynes and them coming along and becoming club legends and all of that. You know what I mean? So, really, if you're going to have someone who's an ex-player and he's going to be in your, you know, 
boardroom and and be a technical director is probably going to be Roy Keane and you do not want Roy Keane as your TD bro I feel like that's rubbish to be honest all that having been at the club before having you know knows all about the culture and traditions of the club I feel like this day and age that doesn't help in any in any way really to be honest oh yeah it doesn't it's all rubbish yeah it's just an old tradition that you know hasn't really there's no proof that it works Basically, there's no proof at all that it works. Well, I so mean, me, um, the Barcelona system, like, I mean, with your and Craig and them having like taught them at La Masia and they know the way, I mean, that's that's really what Barca tried to do, isn't it? Yeah, but Bring at the end of the day, if, if, if we look at United, right? Yeah, we, we've had this conversation thousands of times. If I asked the question right now and sat down and said, What's United's style of play? We <laughs> We really can't even. We can't pinpoint. What yeah, that's yeah, that's like right. Arsenal. That's like Arsenal right. as well. Yeah, but we've had to. No, no, that's different, Kenny. That's, that's, that's yeah, different. that's that's different, bro. Because Arsenal, Arsenal had you know, tiki taka basically pass, move, open, just just keep the ball moving basically. No, with United, I was talking about United, Arsenal right now. As in, oh okay, no, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. But like I was basically saying, bro, United. I don't, I don't know what the way forward is, honestly. Because basically, the biggest thing is that, yes, we're making money. We've turned into a business more than we are a football club now, and that's as a fan, that's scary. That's it's disheartening, honestly. Yeah, I think the only hope for United fans right now is alcohol, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's the, that's, the only, that's the only thing that you guys. Why, 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 why do you have to say that? Because <laughs> you. Well, I'd probably turn into an alcoholic yeah. but honestly oh, that's yeah. you're not in a making the fans sad man like you know a part of me wants to feel bad but then I remember it's United so I'm like of course it's all of good course. it's all good so what do you do with the situation we had last week losing one nothing away to Newcastle a club that's hmm. basically struggling right now honestly that like I saw that happening you know bro on Twitter everyone was just joking about it until it actually happened, <laughs> and that's that's the saddest part about it. Because you know, even, like... even even myself, I was guilty. I was laughing because we came from our last game, and I was like, "Oh, you know what?" We and and funny things that Newcastle had lost five nothing to Leicester the, the week before. Yeah, and people just laughing. People just laughing. Ah, oh, and then United's gonna go to Newcastle and lose one one nothing or something like that, and then it actually happens. And now the the fans are instead of shock, we're like. We don't know what our way forward is, because I personally, as as a United fan, I don't think Ole is the problem. You guys obviously differ with me when it comes to that, but I feel like even bringing up, bringing in a different manager won't change our fortunes right now. So it's just like I don't know, bro. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I I hear you guys like in the group chat saying that um, you'd rather be a Chelsea supporter or a Chelsea fan. Why is that? Because what what I like about Chelsea right now. The difference between United and Chelsea is that Chelsea didn't really have any. Obviously, yeah, Chelsea Football Club, big club, massive club. They have high expectations. Fair, fair and fine. But at the same time, they showed faith in bringing in Lampard, right? And big the faith, biggest, big faith. Yeah, yeah. The biggest factor for me, bro, is the fact that Chelsea actually has a good youth setup. You get me. Like, we can actually look at Chelsea's youth and say, okay, we talked about this last week. Tomori went on loan last season, played 55, 55 games. 
for Lampard. No, wait, 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 wait. You're deviating. My my question is, why would you rather be an, a Chelsea fan? Because there's they're showing signs of promise. That's what I'm getting to right now. Exactly, and and that's exactly why you'd rather be a Chelsea fan, isn't it? So why would you why would you want to give a manager who's had a a longer period at the club and not showing any signs of progression? He's not. He doesn't have a style of play. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm getting to, Junior. Because basically, what I'm saying is, United the youth is not good enough. You, our youth can't even compare to Chelsea youth right now. You get me? Bro, I swear, no... I swear we had a conversation about this. And really, your players like Angel Gomez and then those are ballers, bro. You're underrating your youth, I swear, bro. Okay, we have Angel Gomez and then we have Rashford. And that's about You also got Mason Greenwood as well. He's good, man. Yeah, he's still young. He's 17. That's I a baby. Know, I know, I know. He's a, he's a baby, but like, you know, he's still, still, do, he's still doing bits, you know what I mean? But like, is that when players... And, and you, I, you've I, got I, your I, boy I, Chong and them. Mason, yeah. uh, sorry, my bad. Tahit is not going to last at United. He's not good enough for United. I'm sorry to say. What? Yo, the left back, right? No, Chong, the, the left winger. He's oh. not. He's not good enough. He's not good enough for United. Who's that left That's... back? Who's that guy that played left back against? Uh, Brandon Brandon Williams. He played left back against our uh, AZ in the Europa League. No, the one against Arsenal. Against Arsenal. Tonzebe. Yeah, him, him, him. Yeah, no, he's a proper. Not he's he's a proper talent. No, he's a pop. But yeah, that's okay. Boys, that's three names, okay? That's three names. And I feel like, as I said again last week, you're putting too much pressure on the young boys to perform. You get me? And it's just like, it's, yeah, I don't know, bro. It's, yeah, United's just a mess right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When it comes to Arsenal, man, like, the truth is people, everyone around is like, oh, Arsenal's starting to stay. And I'm like, you guys... That win against Bournemouth was far from convincing. All right. But also, looking at the Premier League recently, bro, like, we've had Man City lose to Wolves at home. Like, yeah. No, but, no the thing, but the thing is, I haven't seen Arsenal control a Premier League game since Emery has been in charge. Has United done the, done the same? Have you? Have, Arsenal, you know Arsenal haven't been up 3-0 in the Prem since Emery has been charged. Yeah, that's peak. 3-0 in a game. Like, bro, I mean, every, these are all game. development stages, bro. Chelsea hasn't game. kept a clean sheet since. No, no but Junior, like Chelsea, we can't be. You, Junior, Chelsea, we can't be saying Arsenal's. Yeah, we can't no, be Chelsea, saying Arsenal's. You haven't kept a clean sheet, but you're still controlling the games. You know what I mean? For sure. In Arsenal, the first half, Arsenal, like, come on, like, every game, right? We'll score a goal, right? And then yeah. what Emery does is he just takes his foot off the gas. You know what I mean? Team. Like, we were allowing Bournemouth to attack us last week. They should have been 1-1. They, if they Honestly, been, Bournemouth they... plays with courage, but I get what you're saying. You're at, you're like, at the end ah, of the Come on, like, also, if you Xhaka, you make Xhaka your captain and you want to give you want to give the fans hope. <laughs> you're not going to let that one go, are you? So, who do who, you have as the... Who do you have... My bad, sorry. Who do you have as the captain? Well, as captain... Obama Young, you said. Yeah, Obama I'll, Young. Take, I'll take Obama Young as captain. Do you see him being a captain any anytime oh, soon? Oh, he's oh, like a captain, but he just doesn't start. You know what I mean? But I'm like actually, so, so basically too. saying, so basically saying, he has the leadership skills. I'll definitely say off off the off off the pitch, basically. I'll definitely say off the pitch, probably the best person to give it to right now. He's been at the club for the most time. That's probably that's why he was given, but on the pitch, it was a bad decision. 
Because I saw you guys cut me off the last time I, I said this in the group, but I'm gonna say it again, bro. Honestly, Pierre is the easiest candidate to give because his form is really hot, and he just and he's always gonna start week in week out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not what you need. You need someone to lead players on the pitch. And Arsenal, well, the only, sure. Arsenal, the only leaders that we have are David Luiz, but you can't give him the captaincy. You just can't. Exactly, sadly enough, because it's you know, his first season. And, you know, even you someone know. like, even people like Rob Holding as well, you could, you know, he hasn't been playing, he's come back from injury, all this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So. And looking at Spurs real quick, what do you think the problem is there? Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Yeah, there, there, in a big, big issue. Because, bro, do you see the pictures? Do you see the pictures and the rumors last week of Ericsson after the tongue and Ericsson? Yeah, incident? man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Do you think that's true, though? Yeah, this is true. You, you think so? Yeah, my guys. It's <laughs> Mark Ericsson's wife. That's crazy. And, bro, I was just Typical reading, uh, Arsenal fan taking the piss out of Tottenham. Of course, man. of course. It's of course crazy. he would. I didn't mean, think about that. Of course he would. It. It's crazy, but I love it. And is I was just reading an interesting rumor today. Sorry, go on, go on, go on, go on. My no, so that whole dressing room is messed up, man. It's, it's like, how can, like, that's just a bad situation, man. Like, because the thing is that none of them are even starting as well. You know what I mean? Vertonghen and Exit? They're starting. Like, they're both, they're like, they're both on the bench. Are they? Last week. I, I thought, I thought Vertonghen was playing, though. Vertonghen play. Maybe I'm, I'm pretty thinking, sure. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm pretty sure of, did. Maybe I'm thinking about the game before, because the game before, uh, no, 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 it was last week. It was last week. Tongue was on the bench, bro. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I, I get that, bro. It's really interesting because, like, what? Okay, the, the the like trend is Ericsson is always on the bench, and now you, you really don't know how he's gonna play out because this guy is less than eight months on his contract, bro. Yeah, because I mean, it, it for me, it kind of. In fact, it doesn't make sense why why he's not performing. Because and funny enough, today I was reading a rumor earlier that was saying Bayern have contacted him. Honestly, bro, they have no other option with or without the rumors. They need yeah. to sell him. Yeah, Sadly. they need to sell Ericsson, man. They need. Otherwise, he's going to let him go for free. Which is, I'd rather get fifty mil or whatever it is than so really no, just let him go for they're free. They're not. They're not going to get fifty six months left in his contract. You, you don't think nah, they get 50 million? No, nah, they'll get 50. They have nah, to get they 50 won't million. get 50. They'll get 50. They'll get like 30 or 40. No, in fact, in fact, there's actually another rumor yesterday I was reading. It says Madrid offered 25 million for <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, that's the money that they're going to have to do. Six bro, months. That's taking a piss, bro. Bro, honestly, I don't think Tottenham actually have any control in that transfer. It's literally just about, you know, it's it's like at um at an auction. Whoever bids the most is going to take it. Yeah. Because if Madrid put 25, Bayern put 30, and so on, and we move. And but that's Bayern, really how it's going to play but, but It's funny, Bayern are just buying players they don't need, man. No, Bayern, they don't Who? need Ericsson. Bayern. What do you mean? Why why don't they need Ericsson? Why not? Why, would have why wouldn't you? Coutinho's on loan. I know, but... Go on, <laughs> go on. Bayern have a lot of players, man. Bro, Honestly, who... I don't. Obviously, Coutinho and Ericsson aren't the same kind of player, and the player they really do need is someone more advanced, which is Coutinho, and he's just a perfect fit. No, absolutely, I agree with you. But the thing is that they don't have him 
on a permanent deal. So Wait, like, where, did, mean, where did where did where did Hamas go? Where did Hamas go? He's back in Madrid. He's back in Madrid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's back in Madrid. Yeah, but I I feel like he was slowing down Bayern to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, so, yeah, but even even you saw they bought Perisic as well. So why not? I'm just saying. Bayern the thing is, okay, he's obviously he's you're gonna because look at it like this: you're gonna have. And Thiago, I mean, with Coutinho, you have, um, yes, he's on loan, but with an option to buy. And yeah, I don't exactly. see why they're not the going to take him with the kind of form he's in right now. So you're basically going to buy Coutinho. And Eric's going to play. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. Huh. How much money for that? Just, just, to, just, just to say a quick Honestly? Quick, as a side yeah. note, as a side note, my guy Serge. Canavri. Oh, of course. I'm happy for him, honestly. Hey, I'm, man, really, I'm really happy. He is doing craziness, man. And I'm you know he just one. he just broke the German record the other day actually. Is it? First, oh yeah. That's first first to ten to, goals. Yeah, first to play through ten goals for Germany. Took Crazy. eleven games. Crazy. And you know who had the record before? Closer. Yep. In thirteen yeah. games. So, so he's 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 looking good, bro. Hey man, Serge is looking like he could be mm, potentially, you know, one of the best players in the world too. How do you think? Do you think it's just form right now? It's actually gonna last. Uh, man, like, bro, scoring those those four goals like at, at, at Tottenham, like, that doesn't look like form, man. Like, yeah, that looks like the real deal, especially in man, a, in a wild, you know, you know, machine, bro. Did you see the the shots that he actually didn't score in that game? Like he was peppering, he was peppering oh, sure. Tottenham the whole. I game. mean. Like, I mean, they they looked Bayern looked so efficient that game. Oh, like they didn't even make man. any mistakes, really. And the finish, they didn't make any goal, mistakes. Every goal, every goal was crazy, man. Every goal. No, absolutely, absolutely. That was and one. Since of, you're on... said, that was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. As an oh, Arsenal, I agree. I agree. That was like, that was a great game. Of course, um, I mean it's Tottenham. You you're obviously going to be biased too. <laughs> man, I, mean, I was I'll happy, happy, man. I was exactly. Happy. I'll be happy. I'll be happy if City was losing. Bloody seven two two, Madrid or something. Yeah, man. I, I, I and since felt like, I felt like popping up, open some champagne, man. Like, I was... Of course. Now you just, you just, you just, you take, you're taking the piss, bro. <laughs> you're taking the piss. And since we're on thingy, on Nabri, yeah. How how about Arsenal's recent, um, what's what's the right word for this? Basically, you guys just losing talent. Of late, yeah, because because uh, you know you know Daniel Marlon, yeah, at yeah, PSV, yeah. exactly, exactly. He has guess how many goals he has this season? I mean, I know he scored he scored five in a game. He has sixteen goals in eighteen games this season. Yeah, man, he's a baller, man. He's a baller he's, as well. He's, but he's the thing proper. is, that, the thing is, when you when you look at it, a lot of players would they are if they stayed at Arsenal. You know what I mean? Like, Why is that? Especially, especially in the direction Arsenal is going in, Gnabry would not be at the level he is now if he stayed at Arsenal. I'm telling well, you. Why, right do you think, why, why do you think? Why do you? So basically, you're saying, for example, if uh, if Arsenal had let Iwobi go and kept Gnabry, he still wouldn't have reached like the levels he is right now. Yeah, I well, don't think so. And he would. He wouldn't. Be, he would still be good. Like no right. doubt, and I'm not saying that it, that he'd be trash player or anything like that, but he like he would, he would not be where he is like now, because uh, we saw him right after he had that good spell in, in the Olympics, right? 
Right. And I was confused. I was like, Benga, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And like he he was sold after that and I was like he could have but things that he had been going out on loan a lot. Right. So right. uh he hadn't really been playing for the team. That's why we sold him. Um I wouldn't have sold him at that time because he was starting to play well. It was a mistake. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I mean, it was a big, it was a, it was a big mistake. Um, Marlon, I didn't even know he was at Arsenal, man, until I saw him. <laughs> so Bro, Arsenal, Arsenal literally it. always produce like top quality players in the youth system. Yeah. Like they always, it's always Arsenal, it's always Arsenal and Chelsea who dominate youth competitions. Always. Yeah, but the problem is, you know, Arsenal. If if a good young player stays at Arsenal, a lot of the time they can be a Theo Walcott. Or Oxlade Chamberlain, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'll nice. they'll have so much potential, you know, but then like they just won't live up to it. Just stay the, just stay the same. Honestly, the, the Premier thing. League is very hard to like develop and find your your feet, and it's not really easy. I mean, Mo Salah's a, a testimony. Um, yeah. The brain is a testimony, bro. Like it's it's Even really difficult. Money, money as well. Yeah, sometimes you just need to, yes, you need to experience it, come in and then go out and sometimes just find your feet. And unfortunately for like Chelsea, you know, you just come in and then you, you sell them. But like sometimes you really don't have an option sometimes. Yeah, Chelsea must like, ish. Like, he's, he's now, he's, he's one of the best players in the world. How do you feel about the Bruyne? Honestly, yeah, I'd love to have him on my team, but I'm actually not hurt because at the time, he okay. I mean, at the time when he came back, he was starting actually. I'm not gonna lie, but and then he had his little riff with Jose. But I mean, we went on to win the league. Is it the next season after that? So, you know, honestly, with Jose's decisions at the time, bro, you you can't even be mad at the guy, you know. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I feel like I feel not. like that's I feel like that's a proper situation though, where he wouldn't have he would never have been as good if he had stayed at Chelsea. Yeah, sadly. Because, because at the time, like even, because I feel like the style of play he's he's the style of play at City suits him way, way better than any Chelsea manager could have ever done. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. and, yeah, go on. Yeah, I wanted to uh, bring up a bring up a topic as well. Go on. Uh, so this is this is interesting. So, do you think Liverpool win the league this year? You guys know what I said already. I, I said it. And I think they, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it as a United fan, I think Liverpool's going to win the league. Yeah. I think uh, it's, the, it's theirs to lose at this point, honestly. It's, the, it's their time, isn't it? Yeah. Feel, I mean, feel. I really and truly, this comes from the bottom of my heart, I hate, I hate that they actually are going to win the league this season. Because <laughs> that's what, 17, that's 17 wins on, 17 wins on the bounce, bro. Like, it's what? crazy. I swear, Prem, and, and they get the record on at you guys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, playing United nah, you next guys weekend. Got it. Thing is that, but thing is that you guys have to do something. But I know that nothing's gonna happen because Rashford's up front. Like, so, <laughs> so what's what's your, what's your, what's your prediction for United Liverpool? Uh, I just think they're just gonna batter you, man. Yeah, it's we're gonna hope that United are gonna be able to take points off you guys, off Liverpool. But we all know that they're, they're too they're too strong, man. Like. Nah, I think they're gonna draw. No, it's a draw, I, I think yeah, gonna I think they're gonna draw. I think, I think I'm thinking like two nil, three nil, man. 
at Old Trafford. Three yeah. 0 at Old Trafford. I'm these guys are ruthless, man. Nah, that's honestly, I really don't have much faith in my team right now at, at this point in at this point in the season because I mean, bro, we've played top games. Wait, sorry, what am I saying? We played eight games so far, and we've literally just won two in the Premier League, bro. Like, how bad? How bad can it be? How bad can it be? I think we're still gonna we're gonna draw them though. I think it's gonna be a tie. Bro, how do you say all these things and then say we need to keep Oled on the job, bro? No, because I I said it. I'm blaming the players at this at this point. I, it's not it's not his fault. Hey, nothing, oh, you're blaming junior, the players. Junior, 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 listen, listen though. If imagine if Lampard, no, let me not say Lampard. Actually, he's too good of a no, not not too good of a coach. Sorry. If for example Pep, okay, imagine if they had Pereira. <laughs> McTominay and bloody Fred. Fred looks like a look. You, look <laughs> no, look, but the thing Fred is, look, like, a good manager, a good manager, no, will no, always no, pick. No, I don't. I no. I don't. No. I'm sorry. Manager, right? If he has one transfer window, he will be able to, you know. Exactly. You see, you see promise. You see. And you know, you know, you know. The big, the big problem. The big problem is. And he can't predict this. No one can see this happening. No one can see Martial getting injured when he's on a good run of form. No one can see Rashid on a bad patch of form. You you can't see those things. But the fact that he decided to sell players in those specific positions and then get injuries in those positions and and lack of form in a 21-year-old and then your your team... Can't score, and then you say, "Oh well, yeah, I think the only position we need is a striker." After letting all that happen in the transfer uh, window, and uh, he has to be blamed. It, Yo, it's man. his fault. Ole, Ole it just has be, to be his fault. Ole needs Mark. to be sacked. Look, the, if the defenders the were injured reason. and all of that, then yeah, you can't. Okay, you, yeah, you can't blame anyone because you sign defenders, they get injured, it happens. But you you sell players in a in a key position, then you don't have depth, they get injured, and you're backing a 21 year old to go score 30 for you. No, nah, I'm man. telling you, Ole should be sacked just for the reason that he sold Lukaku and then buy a replacement. Kenny, Kenny, you just, Kenny, you just talking now, isn't it? Like, listen to this though. Hey, listen to this though. Listen, listen, real quick. So basically, we were on the verge of signing Bruno Fernandez from Sporting Lisbon, right? Yes. Right. Listen to last season, played 53 games, had 32 goals, and had 18 assists. Okay. Yeah. Start of the season, he has he's played 10 games. Has seven goals and five assists so far, right? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. We'll say okay, fair enough. Portuguese, Portuguese are a league. You know, not much. He's really out there. good, though. Right, He's right, really but, right. But this was Ed Woodward's excuse. He said he loses the ball too much. Who says that? Okay, wait, wait. Who, he literally wanted to come. He literally wanted to come. Was on the verge of signing for United, but Ed Woodward blocked the move because apparently this guy loses the ball too much. Well, explain that. Real quick, hey, man, that. that's your, if you that's will. your, that's your, is your no, 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 Go on, Junior. Um, go on. honestly, exactly. uh, you can't yeah. uh, listen, listen, listen. Go on. You can't yeah. defend someone who pulls up uh crazy stats, whether it's this league or that league. Fine, I don't understand that for not signing it, but I've watched Bruno Fernandez play. Have you seen that man play? Of course, I. Do you know how many times that guy shoots from where? <laughs> Junior, but that's the same situation as Rashford. Have you seen Ra- Rashford shoots from everywhere? Yeah, but he's anywhere. a striker. 
You, you want your striker to do that, don't you? <sighs> but anyway, that's that's you know, what? you know what? Okay, honestly, I'm gonna. Yeah, he's got his own issues, but a proven goal scorer, and he's 25. Mauro Icardi, he doesn't fit the United culture. Wow. Who said yeah. that? No, nah, Icardi. No, no, no. Listen to this thing, Icardi Junior. You know very well what Icardi can do, like off the field. The no, in, in my opinion, I think you Icardi know, would be perfect for United. You know, you know that. No, it's no, it's not about his. With Icardi, it's not about his talent. That's never been a question. It's his attitude off the field and the trouble he causes. That's basically it. I know. I'm on. On by my opinion, on the field, he's perfect for United. No, of course, definitely. I'm not going to argue. And so many teams have just not signed him, and he would be a great signing. Only the issue is like the stuff off the pitch. But he scores, right. man. He's and you can you can a... sort that out. Look at Suarez. Suarez literally. Yeah. You know what I mean. Look at that. How much faith Barcelona put in him and said, "No, you're not. We'll yeah. deal with it." And like, we'll even help though, you sort out your like issues. To, even though you like to, you know, have uh, a little nibble. Italian. Little nibble, yeah. <laughs> wanted wanted to taste the wanted to taste of Italy. Isn't it? Obviously, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna go into depth with the story because you know you know the story. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's guys. If, if anyone's listening right now, whenever you get a chance to just look up Icardi's story with um, what's his name? Was it Maxi Lopez? Maxi yeah, Lopez and his yeah, and his exactly, girlfriend yeah. Wanda, isn't it? Exactly. If you guys ever get the chance, just look it up and you tell. Give give your input on what you think would be best if you if you think United would would be a good destination for Cardi, because guys, as I said, I've said this enough. Even he was even left out of the Argentine squad because of his off field issues. That's how bad of him. Because I'm a fan, I love that guy. But when it comes to just off the field listen, guys, cause... listen. The thing is, yes, we get football is a game of decisions, and sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. Look at the backlash they got for leaving Cardi because of what eventually happened when they went to All the right, World Cup. Now, now, now tell me, now tell me, do you think they would have won the World Cup if Cardi was in the squad? Be honest. But the issue, look, no one knows whether they would have won the World Cup, but the issues would have been resolved, isn't it? They couldn't find any form in front of goal. Aguero just wasn't, it wasn't clicking. Wait was on yeah. Sometimes you just need something different, don't you? No, the thing is that Cardi, no matter where he is, he's going to score goals. That's the thing. Bro, like, if you've got three world-class strikers, Aguero, Higuain, and Icardi, take them, bro. Form finishes. Class is permanent, but form finishes sometimes. All right, calm. Calm. So, anyway, that's enough of the Premier League for now, okay? Yeah. That's uh, enough for the sorry, Premier League. Sorry, I just have to cut you off a little bit. Go on. The best game of the weekend or the month. Did you anyone watch that Juventus uh, Inter Milan game? Yeah, of course, yeah. I, did. Of course uh, I did. That was such a beautiful game, bro. Yeah, that was a good game. And then you... I defend Lukaku a lot, but yeah, he's he's like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, that guy, bro. When it, bro, I swear, when that man is on the half turn or anything like that, he's a different <laughs> kind of beast, bro. Feed it to him one touch and and let Maro. Um, Wait, are you talking he... about? Are you talking about that instance where he uh, not make the the leak? Yeah, bro, when that guy is running oh. and charging at people. No, 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 no. Perfect. Goodness. I love that you brought that up. I love that you brought that up. But what did he do with the ball after that, bro? <laughs> the final pass, bro. It's, that's always... That's the most predictable. That's literally the Lukaku pass. Because he literally has someone open on the left side. 
but decides to just play that reverse ball because he thinks that's the best ball he can play every sing- every single time. I literally knew he was going to do that before he <laughs> did that. Like, bro, it's so frustrating. <laughs> nah, every 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 yeah, fan knows a, a player. Well, you know when a player does the same thing, bro. It's bro. literally like it happens. Like, I mean, okay. Doing? The thing is, the thing is, um, sorry, sorry if you're gonna if you're gonna ride me out on this, but Mo Salah is an effort player, bro. He, 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 have you seen like the the things that guy does? He's like no, he's. His DNA is no different from Lukaku. He just wants to shoot from all angles but and I feel, just loses the ball. But he could be the same kind of beast if you just trust him. I feel, I feel like there's more margin for error when you're playing out wide, though. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. Sense? Oh, yeah. Because obviously, I play yeah, a strike junior, as well, so yeah. Right, exactly. Junior, if I throw you on the wing, what do I, I want to see you dribbling out there. I want to see you taking players on. on yeah, you're going to make mistakes. All right, fair, fair and fine. But now, it's like, we know Lukaku can finish. Everyone knows that. But some of his decision-making in the fight, he just broke the Belgian record for for thingy. Goal scoring a couple months yeah. ago. Just went, yeah, got to, 50, exactly, got to 50 goals for Belgium. First player to ever do that for Belgium. Fair and fine. We respect that. But at the end of the day, what what makes you a great player is... it's That's that small detail, okay? Like in the final third, your, final, your decision-making should be is very important. And very, very important because Lukaku could be much. If imagine, okay, imagine if Lukaku's touch was way better than it is right now. Just bro, just honestly. Yeah. The thing it's, is, it's the thing difficult. is, when it comes to a striker, right? Yeah. All aspects of your game could be lacking, right? But mm-hmm. if you're, if you have that, you know, the mentality. Like if you're, if you are, if you have a, if you have a good, if you have a, how do I put it? If your mentality in front of goal, you make good decisions, like good decision making on the type right. of finishes and everything and what to do with the ball in the final third, right? You could be slow, you could not be athletic, you could be you could even be weak as well. But if your decision making in the in the final third is good, yo man, and you're scoring goals, then you're a good striker. Nah, fair enough, still. So but if you're so if you're a winger though. You yeah. need more like physical attributes to be going your way, in terms of like being fast, you know, being skillful. Because um, if you're not fast and you're a winger, you're automatically at a disadvantage. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. I've been thrown on the wing a couple of times and I've waited. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I can definitely tell you all about. So that. like, and the thing is that yeah, and your decision making, yeah, you need to be good at crossing. But like, thing is, there are so many wingers that are just fast and skillful. And they can't deliver a final ball, but they'll still start for their team every week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, but so, if you're a striker, you need to be able to finish, and you need to be make you need to be able to make good decisions in the final third. Simple as. No, yeah. for sure. So, so basically, that was Inter Milan. That was Inter Milan's first loss this season, in in the in the Serie A, and that leaves them in second place, one point off Juventus right now. What do you what do you think the how do you think the the league's gonna end in Italy? It's probably gonna what end as it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inter so have a good team, but like in terms of just not just not good enough. Yeah, Juve just another level, man. Like, Juve have a different kind of bite, and obviously with the goats on the team, bro, it's, <laughs> it's just one of those hey, things. You know, Junior. You know, you know, I've changed my 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 feeling about the goat conversation. Yeah, I just don't want to hear it, bro. Okay, Kenny, who do you think the who do you think the goat is? It's Messi, man. Of course, got you. It's messy, man. And, uh, 
my gosh. I, I honestly do not want to get involved in this. Yeah, I, let's not even like, get in there. Considering <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo's, yeah. Ronaldo's cheeky thing yeah, yesterday. I saw that. Let, let's not even get into that just, I just need to say one Let's thing, not even go to 94 I, international goals. Let's, I just need let's to say not even one, bring it up. I just need to say one thing. Just one, just one statement, then we just jump out the conversation. All I'll say is that when Messi was in his prime, there was no debate who is the best player in the world. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. I just leave that. I just leave that with you guys. Think the thing is, there was okay. No the thing debate. is, the thing is, as an athlete <laughs> or as the best player, isn't it about consistency over a long period? Isn't that how the goal conversation works? It's not and, just about and, one season and, and or Messi two seasons, like, right? Messi got like fifty goals and like twenty something. Yeah, so so it's just saying it's just saying in his prime. That means you're basically saying Messi's out of his prime. And yeah, Ronaldo's Messi is still out of his in prime. his prime. Messi is out of his prime. So basically, Ronaldo started eclipsing Messi out of his prime. Or are you trying to say Ronaldo has had a longer prime? Because um, if Ronaldo's had a longer prime, then that makes Ronaldo, him better than Messi. Ronaldo hit his prime. Prime Ronaldo. I'll definitely because I think that the there would I would say there are two different types of Ronaldo's. Bro, that's yeah. I was literally just you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say one thing. Two different me. players. When it comes to Ronaldo, in it, I feel like he's had two primes. And could and he ex- literally he's literally had two primes, okay? Yeah. And and potentially a third one is coming. Okay. A third prime. That could Potentially, you mean like just a a serial winner? He just wins everything. Cause yeah, cause I mean, obviously at United, but like United, yeah, that always two thousand exactly two thousand and eight, bro. Champions League, Ronaldo killed it. Yeah, that 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 was a prime Ronaldo, two thousand right, and then he replicated it in a different way in Spain. Okay, elite player, bro. And right now, if he can just go ahead. Excuse me, and win the Champions League with Juventus, and actually have a good goal-scoring season and performance-wise, if he plays well, this could be a third prime for Ronaldo. So I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. This conversation is always a tricky one when it comes to Ronaldo and Messi. I, I've, I've been on both sides. Yeah. Because, because the thing is that one week I might, you might hear me saying this Messi. Next week you might hear me saying it's Ronaldo. Yeah, I think. But the, the thing is, right. Messi at a time was literally, it, there was no doubt he was the best for like five years. You know what I mean? Like, for like five years. Like, between five years. Yeah, man. Like, okay, maybe not five, but like four. You remember he won four in a row, uh, Ballon d'Or? Yeah, but in those four in a row, bro, like Wesley Schneider got robbed in one of them. So, bro, like, you see, that's always the thing when it comes to race. I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer in that, bro, but at times I feel like they just—I don't know what kind of process they used in awarding who who the best player in the world is at the time. But sometimes I just feel like it's—it's it's not really. What's, I don't know what the word, what's the best word to say, used but sometimes I just don't feel like it's, it's relevant. Because I honestly, Modric had a great season two years ago, but I don't think he was deserving of the Ballon d'Or. You know, that's all of the stories that I'm saying. And on that note, boys. Since we, I know the Ronaldo and Messi story, you can go all night with this. I think I think it would be best to just
So anyway, clearly while well, we have some technical difficulties. Yeah, I have a couple of technical difficulties. Another interesting conversation when we're trying to compare a couple of players. Lewandowski or Luis Suarez? Ah, you see, that one now, obviously, it's Suarez. I like it. Why? Huh? Why? Yeah. Uh-huh. Suarez, Suarez, man, the thing is that the problem is Suarez is a bit older now. Uh, he, uh, wait, how old is Lewandowski? I think he's 31. He's the... should, be, should be 31. Oh, so him and Suarez are the same age. I think, you know, honestly, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, and how I how I actually think it is, is like, um, in their own kind of ways, I think Lewandowski is like a Ronaldo. And Suarez is like Messi. Like, hey, Suarez, that's, he, he, that's true. you don't that's see true. that man in the gym, you know, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Suarez got a belly, man. <laughs> yeah, and so, Lewandowski, so on the other He's... hand, is fit, my guy. Fit. Yeah, but Lewandowski is a monster. He's a monster. So, who's the better player? I think, I think the better player is Suarez, yeah. I think the best goal scorer right now, or even maybe all time, because I think Lewandowski always generally scores more than Suarez. So I think the best goal scorer is probably Lewandowski. But that is similar to like Ronaldo and Messi. So. No, it's like, if, you, if you're saying who's the better number nine, it's Lewa, right? Um, no, no. Because I think in the modern game, Number nines are more... It's like Firmino kind of thing. How I think Henri and them are all saying that Firmino's the best number nine in the league, even though Aguero's there. Yeah. But um, I still think Aguero's better than Firmino because, yes, he can do everything. And honestly, bro, um, I love Bobby, bro, and just how smart he is and how he moves on the pitch and, like, the, the touches, bro. And, like, you know, high pressure. Like, he's just a marvel to watch sometimes, you know. Yeah. That's what he is. That's yeah, what but it. anyway. But you need yeah. someone to score 50 goals, bro. If if I'd rather take someone that scores 50, 40, than someone that scores 10, 12, has 10, 10 goals, 12 assists, and has beautiful touches around the box. You know what I mean? Sorry. I have something to say on that subject, but like, as, as yeah, as Kenny's about to say, we, we'll, we'll probably come back to this in another episode, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's been a good episode. Right. You know, no, absolutely, um, absolutely love it. Thank you for having me. For, what am I yeah, saying? Thank, you, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me today, Kenny. But yeah, it was it was it was a good chat, boys. I'm really yeah. I'm really glad we got to have Kenny on the episode with us today. Hopefully, hopefully the other gents will be able to come through next week too. Yeah, you know how we do. You know how we do. Absolutely. So be sure to catch us next on the 21st of October. It's our third episode to be dropping. And be sure to also follow us on Instagram at One Touch Podcast to stay up to date with all the the arguments and debates we have going on on our Instagram page. Yeah, probably should start a Twitter page as well. You think? Yeah, gotta have one. Gotta have one. Right. All right then, guys. So yeah, do take care and be sure to catch our next episode on the 21st. Cheers. All right. Peace, guys. And if anyone just wants to drop a few comments on my Instagram page, it's Junior X and Doga, you know, <laughs> in case I drop it. Bro, bro are, we really, are we really promoting our, our own social <laughs> No, social bro. If anyone just wants to compliment me on my football knowledge, I'm here, bro. I'm open. I, I just want everyone to be pleased with everything that I'm having on this discussion, you know, this and that. All right. Calm them, my G. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Cheers, boy. <laughs>